All right. Getting started with episode one of Casual Gaming, where we are going to talk about gaming in a casual manner. So I welcome Retz, a.k.a. Cabraham, Jay, the Illus, Dodge, Dodgeball, Mr. Fingers, Mr. Moonraiser. Um, we're all getting really together to talk about gaming because, I mean, it's just been such a huge part of our life. And I, I was the one that round up all these yahoos to, uh, to, to get this thing going and really just, you know, casually chat about, you know, what gaming's been to us growing up through our lives, how it's progressed and really just bring it through the eyes of the millennial gamer. Um, I think, I think we're of the age group that really saw from the start when games gaming in general started to get extremely popular and mainstream. Right. I mean, I think, um, I think like when was the first Atari in the seventies, but really didn't, I don't think gaming had really progressed from the arcade to the council until like the late eighties, early nineties. So uh, really, I mean, we're of the older millennial age group. And um, we've really seen it progress to where it has become now. I mean, it's a billion, multi-billion dollar industry. There's leagues now um, that are substantiated by huge purses, drive a ton of audience. Um, there's a game college out scholarships. There, college scholarships now. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like Big Ten, <laughs> Big Ten having leagues. I mean, it's just insane. So I just thought it would be fun to bring uh, a, a bunch of really good um, personalities together that all grew up and uh, gaming with one another. Um, Jay's my cousin and, um, and, and Ryan Dodge are my two best buddies, but we've all had instances where we've just gamed basically ever since we've known each other. It's the one true bond that has brought us all together. So um, some of the things yeah. that we're going to be doing in the podcast is going to be just talking about just random shit, you know, that, as it relates to gaming. Um, going to try and uh, bring on some guests to uh, to go in depth on uh, on some really cool <clears throat> topics. We know a couple of people uh, in the industry, but also that have some side hustles and side gigs yeah. that are um, um, pretty interesting, and I think will make for some good interviews. So. I'm I'm excited for the first uh, the first guest too. I'm, I am excited. It's going to be a, a cool kind of uh, unique look into OG gaming if you really think about it. All right, so let's just go around the room real quick. We'll get a quick uh, just you know just quick background. You know, not too long, five sentences maybe. So we'll start with Rye, top left. Uh, so yeah, my name's Ryan. I uh, my uh, gamer tag Kbram twenty fifty five unique. There's really no unique story behind that other than uh, I was flinned out, thought I was putting my old Xbox uh, gamer tag in, which was no deal. Um, no deal. And I used Kabraham2055 as my password for everything. And I thought I was putting in the password, but I was putting in the new gamer tag and I was stuck with it. Um, so that's my terrible story as to why my gamer tag is that. Are you um, stuck with it, Joe? I don't know. Well, I mean, I've, I mean, I've, I'm sure I can change it, but you know, the amount of trophies and gamer score, I mean, people challenged me, people would challenge yeah. me. Um, friends would challenge me to trophy races and, and, you know, you can't let it I go mean, when you've got all those, uh, 
when you've got everything tied to that gamer tech. All but right, I, I'm pretty sure I'm sure I could change it if I want to, and maybe I will. Maybe that's uh, maybe that'll be like something we can do on this uh, show at some point is come up with a new name for me because I would be fine with that. I'm not sold on my name by any means. Um, but yeah, been playing video game. I, I I'm more of the uh, type of gamer that likes to play with with my friends. That's really my uh drive and why i do it um the challenge is fun at times there's some challenging games it's a good time but overall it's just the experience with the friends especially as we've moved across the nation from each other um some of my high school memories aren't going to parties they're hanging out with a core group of people and and uh having fun playing different games and giving each other hard times when we're losing and uh yeah wouldn't wouldn't trade that for the world awesome good deal all right dodgeball the man of several gamer tags. Um, break it down for us. Yeah, actually, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, my current one, uh, Moonraiser 707. Uh, and that's just, uh, well, that's a creation from uh, a story uh, a friend of mine uh, we wrote together. But uh, yeah, it's a nickname within the story. But hopefully, more to come about that someday. Ooh. Yeah, titillating. <laughs> um moonraiser 707 right now currently yeah uh, i've had some other ones um actually can't recall now <laughs> well, well mr you know, fingers mr fingers yeah. on xbox that's what it was yeah it, um, it really started with halo right dodge the amount of yeah it we did. Would do the I, land parties we could change yeah. those names up all certain, the time yeah and that name i'd rather not say but <laughs> yeah you're fine, that's but fine. That we was, don't we know. don't know our audience yet so uh <laughs> yeah. Could, yeah, we're yeah. way too classy for that aren't we? yeah yeah all right but you to grundle first there it is yeah, we gotta talk about that all right good so yeah dodge aka moonraiser 707 top right corner all right next to me right next to me in my box jaybird jaybird aka the illest Start, very short and simple. Started with gaming Halo at LAN parties. And that's what got hooked me hooked to competitiveness in multiplayer. Then I got an Xbox 360, got Xbox Live, got one of those free little goodie coupons when you bought a game, you get two months free. Yeah, I remember Longer that. in. <laughs> and uh, the illest. Want to be the illest Halo player. Halo so two. it's like a play on like the sickest gamer, but illest. How'd that kind of? There's a couple a plays on it actually. I mean, I can spin it a couple homage. because you can be like the illest mean like illest like in slang means really good, like sick, nasty, you know. So you could be the illest, you know what I mean? But illest. <laughs> also from Illinois, and Illinois's first three letters are I L L. So the ill state, it could be the ill state because it's spelled I-L-L-S-T. So there's a couple plays on it. All right, good. But it's because, but it's because I'm nasty at COD multiplayer, Modern Warfare. That's really why. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. <laughs> and so uh, Rubik's Cube, Ryan. Um, my story on mine, I, I got really – this was hysterical. Jay was with me. It was Christmas time. I think I had just gotten the Xbox 360, got an Xbox Live card, right? Because that's what you needed to get it to be, you know, that you had to buy. Or I, I don't know if you could buy it through the internet quite right when the 360 came out. Anyway, regardless, I was putting it in. It was right after uh, Christmas. I was setting up my name and my 
mom got Jay a Rubik's cube for Christmas and he had it right next to him trying to fuck around with it, trying to mess with it. And I was trying to come up with a gamer tag and I went, well, I guess I'll just, that's what my name's going to be spelled with an X because the actual Rubik's cube is actually spelled very different than how I spell it. So nothing uh, too shabby there, but that's kind of the history on it right there. And uh, I've stuck with it ever since. It's actually Rubik's cube one, two, nine and the one, two, nine. It actually used to be one thirty one. When I used to race motocross, that was my number. And then I got screwed over one year because somebody took my number before me. Don't know how that happened because I finished further ahead in the points. And so I was allotted to pick my number first. Somehow someone took it from me. So therefore it was 129. So extremely exhilarating story, I know. All right. So for the first episode, like we said, this is just a teaser episode to kind of bring on our next guest. Uh, or an actual guest, I should say, for an actual episode for the next one. We'll get to that in a little bit. But one of the things that I wanted to talk about on this this intro um, episode is your earliest memory of picking up the sticks or picking up a controller video game. Uh, we'll start with Rai. Uh, yes, so for me, um, NES um, and original Game Boy were the first two things um, that I gamed. Um, I remember NES, there were really just a couple games that I, I fell in love with. Um, first one, Super Mario Brothers 3. That was uh, always a good time. I just, just, I mean, classic right there. Uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, um, I'm a big sports fan. So um, those two uh, those two games were kind of my staples. Um, I would I had the original Game Boy, um, uh, and I played uh, Tetris. Um, Castlevania was on there, um, and a couple other ones. And I just I also remember my it was kind of funny. My mom picked up the Game Boy and she would play Tetris. She was a big Tetris fan, so I would always try to like beat her scores and her high scores and things like that, uh, which which made it uh, which made it fun. Um, you know that the, the earliest memory of gaming was really playing Tecmo Super Bowl and getting that blister on your left thumb from the uh, the D pad being so. Hey, I mean, I, I, you'd get a blister and then you'd have to I, go on the IR for a couple of days. You couldn't play, and, and uh, <laughs> it was crazy. I, but I, I loved it. I had fun. Um, I would make my own schedules, my own seasons. I would keep track of little stats here and there, and uh, really kind of progressed from there. That's awesome. Tecmo Super Bowl, baby. Yep, Tecmo, there it is right there. Original Tecmo Super Bowl. Now, I know that that one is a a common one, and and Bo Jackson was, like, broken in that game. You can basically run around. But as a kid, you know, it was just cool playing as your favorite team. I was a Bears Bears fan, so um, it just was was fun. I loved it. We'd spend uh, a lot of time playing that. And so again, I guess to kind of set the scene here, uh, I mean, I think all of you are 34 now. I'm 33. Um, Rye lives in Arizona. Dodge lives in Texas. Um, and Jaybird lives in California. And I live in the good old state of Alabama. Um, but just to get perspective on, you know, what type of millennial we are, we're on the older side of it. So dodgeball, earliest yes, memory sir. of gaming. Earliest memory of gaming, uh, definitely uh, uh, Super Nintendo or not Super Nintendo, regular NES. Sorry, um, but uh, a lot of fun playing uh, like Mario. Basic games, I mean the regular games. You know Mario, uh, Zelda. Uh, I do remember trying Gauntlet at one point. Um, those types of games I found very confusing, <laughs> uh, 
at that time i couldn't like really handle it quite yet um but obviously amazing games um football it was just a football game i do remember also playing tecmo uh football but uh yeah it was just like football <laughs> like base standard uh rbi baseball i remember playing yep. quite a bit yeah that was a good one i mean um, do we, i even remember dodge did you guys ever play the uh the little handheld ones that took the yeah where if like there was just like one batteries. button and the directional like, like, and it was like <laughs> yeah yeah there was a couple basketball ones that i remember playing those were fun. oh yeah like for the, sure for traveling and things like that yeah yeah so oh, would this times. would have been this yeah. would have been pre-game boy then no, it was just oh, like no, was... I mean, it was just like stuff they had out at the time, just like yeah. you know those mini game type things. I mean, that's what. Yeah, there was also some old school ones like the. It was like a digital pad, but like the football field was like just there, kind of. I think, but mm-hmm. like dots would come up, and you would kind of just play the dots or something. Yeah, I don't quite remember how that. They were they were just like out, handheld. But... It was yeah, almost like, like handheld, I... like just little weird games. The basketball game I would play. The player could only go. There was three spots on the bottom, then there was one in the middle, and then there were three spots on top. And those are the only positions that the player could go to, and oh, wow. the ball would just like would like skip across the screen real slowly, and then would hit the the basket oh, and they would make, i know exactly like no, what really you're no talking noise. about now yes I yeah, know it exactly was just, the screen was like yep. right here and you yep. had your little yep. there was yep. two buttons yep. <laughs> yep i do remember that absolutely all right good Very gosh good. duck hunt I was a big duck hunt player too <laughs> okay. i did have the gun i had the gun i had a pad uh for um uh my mario game was it was mario duck hunt and a third like I don't want to say Olympics game, but maybe Olympics. It was some kind of competition, like field, you know, like track and field type competition stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so big into so sports, regular NES is kind of what you remember, you recall as your first your first experience yeah. into gaming. Yeah. All right, good. Jaybird, a.k.a. The Illest. It's your first earliest memory of gaming. Well, the er- <clears throat> earliest one is short. It's very specific. My dad, my dad was a gamer because he had the Atari 2600 and I found it when I was little chilling. And I don't remember what, I think I remember loading up Space Invaders and remembering what it looked like on the screen. But I definitely remember the cover of the game. And that was definitely the game I played. Check it out. Right there. Oh, my gosh. On the 26th. So that was my first game I ever played for sure on the old 2600. Was that the model right there that you had right there that's up on screen right now? Yeah, that's the one right there. Yeah, I remember that controller with that little red button. And I remember the Space Invaders game box. And I do, now that I see these on, like, screenshots of the game i do remember seeing it but I, that i just that one memory that's it that's all i have of uh of the uh, atari of the atari See, but that was back in the time oh, too. that was yeah. back in the time too jay where those colors on those pictures are definitely not the colors that you saw from the tvs that we used to game on those yeah. old late 80s 
TVs that were basically from the seventies and they yeah. just had the coax cord and, and, yeah. um, so yeah, looking at that, those, those, uh, colors were definitely not accurate. <laughs> no, those are definitely but, high resolution photos that were taken in the, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the later 21st century. All right, good. Yeah. My first, yeah. like my, uh, my first experience or earliest memory gaming, like I don't even remember. It was definitely super Nintendo was like the first one that I remember um uh, playing and i remember playing mortal Kombat, and i i think i got it for christmas um at one point but i don't even remember asking my parents for a system but that would have been my first time or first earliest memory was christmas morning waking up opening up a super nintendo and uh first game that i ever played on it was mortal Kombat, and then I also that same Christmas received the Super Nintendo Super Scope. If you remember that freaking big, it was gray, and it was it was a scope. It was like ultimate. It was like Duck Hunt, but just like having a huge like Bazooka Joe on your shoulder. Just duck Hunt. The, yeah, it's like <laughs> ultimate Duck Hunt. Jaybird's got it pulled up here. I bet right here. There it is. That's exactly right. And that's the game I had right there, the one that was uh, the Super red. Scope Six one. Super Scope Six was the game you had. That's the game I had because I think it came with the actual yeah. uh, the unit. Yeah, this one. See, you it's funny to look at that stuff because, I mean, with the technology at that time, there's no way that that all that thing is is basically the same controller we were playing with, just in a completely different form. It was probably the same essentially the same kind of wiring and, and, and everything just in a different format. Well, here's the funny thing. Look at that guy. Look at that guy. Having a good time right you could aim it though. Like you had to aim those shots. There, I was there, see, I, guess, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I remember that thing. I don't think I, I never had one though. But I don't, I, I'm I don't sure. think I ever played a single game. I used it as like playing guns outside with my, my neighbor friends and just playing. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't ever remember actually playing and like actually hooking it up and playing at the time. I used to run outside. We used to play cops and robbers with it. And then it wound up breaking. And that last little photo that you saw without the scope and the accessory features on it, they were all broken off. Cause I was throwing oh, it around. I got down on some guns outside too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Cops yeah. Yeah. The flag. <laughs> so that's what that thing got used for and not. You know, I didn't actually use it for what it was actually intended to be used for. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that was my earliest was getting that for Christmas and then definitely doing Mortal Kombat, um, obviously Super Mario that came with it, I think, as well when I first got it. So not not anything, um, anything crazy. Nothing I remember like the Atari. You, did any of you ever play RoboCop, the RoboCop game? Man, I remember yeah. playing that. That was a cool one. Oh my god, it came out September 11th. Shh, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. What do we got here, Gaber? Well, it came out in 77, so I was born in 86. So, I mean, that what thing came was out in out 77? Ten years. The Atari 2600. Yeah, the Atari. I'm sure. It was okay. Crazy. Yeah. Oh wow. Crazy. So I was like at least four or five or six, probably somewhere in there. So that was 91, 92. So it had already been out, what, 15 years by then. You know, it's crazy because I think we can all 
uh, relate to this. I mean, early gaming also for me was arcade games going to the arcade. I mean, we had um, arcades in Rockford. I remember Nickel World, um, all those things. I mean, we would go uh, going to the mall. I remember going to the McChesney yeah. Park Mall and, and spending time in the arcades. I mean, arcade Department games were for me. What's that? Department stores, even for me. Yeah, you guys yeah. remember going to like a Target or a Kmart, and there's like whatever. I think I played a Judge yeah. Dread game that way or something. Probably. I mean, I I remember. I mean, going to bars with with my dad and stuff, and 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 yeah, we played pool and darts. But man, get on the uh, the arcade games. Um, were, were awesome. That Monster Truck game, I can't remember what it off road something, but that was you know had the pedal, <laughs> everything, and the steering wheel. Oh yeah. Good times. Oh yeah. The, the, um, and they, like you had to run around a track. Uh, it was like multiple yeah. people that you were playing with and they, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think that that's kind of a, a good kind of segue into the, the, the first guest that we're going to have, because I think, um, that's a unique part of gaming and that's a part of gaming that we're probably never going to see again, because you look at, um, you go to, uh, malls now and you have, uh stores that are strictly set up for for land gaming but i mean that that kind of that uh, of paid games is is no more and you don't think so you think you think we'll live in a world in the not so distant future where arcades are just gone i just i i think that with no i mean it's pot i mean but, but, but let's, let's talk just, about let's talk about where it's at right now right i to your point, Dodge, I don't think they'll ever go away. They're just being transformed to cater to our age group, right? right? Now you can go to bars that are all video games that are serving beer and they're catering legit, you know, to our to the millennials, right? The people that grew up with them or even yeah. maybe a little bit older than that. But total mainstream yeah. are probably going away. I would agree with that. Definitely. We're we're not gonna you're not gonna go to uh, an arcade place and play a game that you're playing on PlayStation right now. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's done. Like those games are, I mean, they're just, first off, they're too large. I mean, it would be, it would be ridiculous. I mean, unless they figured out a way to, to do that where you could quickly log on and play a quick game, you know, at the arcade, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Our, our, our first guest is, is well-spoken in that, yep. that field. Yep. Um, yeah. And I think that's, uh, you know, a unique part of our upbringing was the arcade world. I mean, there's a, a level of nostalgia just being at the arcade that uh, many generations after us will not know what that feeling is like. Well, and I, again, we can just get into it right now. I mean, the, the guest that's going to be coming up that we're going to get on here is a, a friend of all of ours. Um, and his name's Nick Naruz, and he has a extensive background into the arcade world, specifically with pinball machines. Um, I haven't done my research on him too much to know specific details on, on, on Nick and his venture into pinball machines, but I do know, um, we're going to be able to get into a lot of really cool stories. I, you know, real quick. I mean, this guy, we all had a stint at his house at some point playing, whether it be halo land games or just going over there to hang out just a game. And his house was always littered with, with pinball machines, um, up and down. And, it's and so you're gonna you're gonna i think you're gonna be pretty pleased at, at what he knows about i mean it's it's cool i i've talked to him quite a bit about it i 
would go over to his house. I've known Nick the longest out of all of us. Um, I've known him since we were in kindergarten. Um, and we would go over there as kids and I would watch him and his dad work on old pinball machines from the fifties, sixties, um, and explain the moving parts, the working parts, the, the, the insides of the game and, and, um, you know, things that I never really even thought about as I played those types of games and, and how arcade games were built. And, uh, it's, it's a lot of good information and I'm excited to, to hear what he has to say about it. All right, good. So yeah. What... Good old big Nick. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Good old <laughs> big Nick. Oh, a little inside Whoa. information there, but yeah, I mean, I think it'll be good. So yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we're going to keep these things to 30, 20 to 30 minutes, maybe sometimes longer when we get a guest on and we're able to ask questions and, you know, we'll be able to, uh, to get into, to, uh, to some things that hopefully are relatable to, to, you know, basically everybody that's our age in our age range that are just casually gaming. It's just, it amazes me why, again, kind of circling back to why I want to do this. It's just, it's funny to like, look at, you know, our parents and just, they never had anything like this growing up, right? Like the things that we can rate relate to our parents growing up, like, yes, we shared like sports with them. Like we, we could go out and play sports and, and, and do that. There's a lot of things that, you know, we grew up like how our parents grew up and what some of the same things that they did growing up, but something that the older generation doesn't have that our generation really, I would say is where it started with. And everyone younger than us, gaming is such a staple in everybody's lives. Um, and so I'm excited to kind of dive into that. And uh, again, bring on some, some people to discuss that as well, get into some board games, um, not just video games. So, um, you know, just, we'll see how far we can take this and just kind of, you know, if anything, it's just going to be fun chatting with you, uh, you Jamokes, um, every, every once in a while and talking about video games. So y'all have anything else to add? <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I just, I just want to say, go like, I, <laughs> go Alina. Um, no, I, I, again, I, I brought up how I, I got into gaming because I loved hanging out with my friends and, and hanging out with you guys and, and chatting about these things and old times and memories. Um, you know, that's uh, one of our favorite things to do. Yeah, good times, noodle salad. Good times, noodle salad. <laughs> All right, so. Um... Tune in next time um, when we have Nick DeRuz on and we're going to talk all things pinball. Um, so it should be a good episode. So should we come up with some uh, sign off? Oh, no. You better take two, <laughs> Peter. <laughs>